0: Welcome to the NBA Coast to Coast podcast brought to you by thelions.com. Coming to you from the West Coast, Josh Lander, joined as always by Nate Weitzer on the East Coast. And we've got a couple of play-in games here on the slate for Tuesday night, April the 11th. We are recording this one night before to get ahead of all these lines with you guys. Uh, we're going to go through our best bets in this video. We've also got a straight player props video for you, so make sure to like and subscribe to that page. And continue to follow along with us through the, through all of these play-in games and playoff games as on, through the finals, as we'll be here with you guys uh, throughout. Also, want you to head to the lines.com. We are putting plenty of picks up there right now for you guys, and we have that odds finder tool that you can use to make sure you're getting the best odds available to you across all of these sports books, giving you guys bets this season and postseason. Now, Nate, let's go ahead and just jump right into, uh, why don't you read through some of the stuff here for everyone, what we're looking at for a couple of these games real quick, and then we will uh, go into our best bets.
1: Yeah, might as well read the lines when we're talking two games here, I suppose. We got Heat minus five at home against the Hawks in the 7-8. In the East, the total's at 226 right now. That's been beat, being bet down. Uh, and then you got Wolves plus 7.5 at the Lakers. Total at 231 has been bet up a little bit. Um, with Rudy Gobert suspended. With Nas Reed injured. With Jaden McDaniels injured in just awful fashion for the Wolves franchise there. I don't know how they recover from that. But it's too obvious, we said, to just take, like, Wolves, Wolves are gonna get blown out here. I mean, they will rally around. This is this is sort of the old Wolves team that they had like last year. I mean, it's just before the Gobert trade. Um it, but I mean what I'm concentrating on here is is Anthony Davis and the Lakers side of things, and just him to have his way here with no Gobert. I know Jaden McDaniels being out means LeBron could also have a big game scoring. Uh, there's nothing to say both guys can't. Uh, You look at AD's game log against Cat. I mean, he did have 50 against him a couple years ago on 20 for 29 shooting. And LeBron had 33. And, you know, if it's the Wolves of old, like I'm saying, then this is going to be a kind of a high-scoring, fast-paced game, isn't it? Um, We have a small sample of 12 games without Gobert for the Wolves this year. And the pace went up and the scoring went up, uh, which certainly plays into – getting more overs involved. And I'll talk about that with another pick, but just looking with AD here in two with Gobert out there in March, 38 points per game on a 40% usage rate in this particular matchup in the last matchup, which you love to see that it's actually like had play in implications and both teams were trying extremely hard and basically AD unlocked the game. He had 17 in the third, in the fourth quarter and they had no matchup to throw at him but now they have obviously far fewer options. Like I don't even understand who's going to be the second line of fe- defense behind Cat. Is it Luke Garza at, at, at the center right now? Uh, that That's just absolute food I for Anthony Davis, who's been chilling for his last four or so here to wind down the season. Only 17 points per game. LeBron has been going off, but I kind of see that, uh, you know, evening out here or correcting in some ways in terms of, Le- LeBron is dealing with a more significant injury. He's dealing with a foot that's going to need surgery. You can see some of his body language that and he understands more than anyone, how much it takes to pace. If he's going to actually lead the Lakers on a long run here, I don't see him going out gunning for 35 points in the play-in unless he needs to. And I don't think the Lakers are going to need to, I mean, they have so much more depth and options than, than this Wolves team that they did manage to beat, you know, with when they were closer to full strength. Now, And as far as AD's numbers, look, Minnesota, most free throw attempts given up on the season. Uh, They also give up the second fewest assists since the All-Star break, which to me does speak more to why Anthony Davis thrives against them than LeBron or someone or really any any kind of team ball. Because Anthony Davis is not an assist guy, right? He's somebody you just give it to at the nail, let him go to work. And I think we're going to see that a lot here. In this play-in here, um, so the numbers are 30-plus in a win is what I I looked at for plus 240. I think you want to hedge that and say 25-plus in a win if you just use the same game parlay at FanDuel. Gets you about plus 120. So you're basically, in my opinion, getting the Lakers on the money line. I don't think AD's coming short of 25. That's where his props at with like minus 120 for him to go over it. So I think that's the best way to, to game this line here.
0: Yeah I think you're you're spot on that I the thing to feel most comfortable about is AD doing his thing in this game. I actually also do like cat to do his thing. Honestly, I think the numbers are trending up for him since he's come back. I actually talk about that more in the player props video. So I'll leave it for that, um, that you can check out as well. But for as far as AD is concerned in this one, that that's been the conversation by most of these pundits that you'll hear talking on television right now, uh, about w- what the Gobert absence will mean most. And it's the low presence against a team that is going to crash down low. Uh, and that's what they do, especially when LeBron's out there, they have another guy who is g- able to get rebounds over centers uh, on top of AD. And, and so yeah, they just dominate the glass. And that was the, the recipe for their, their success when they won the championship. And that's what is the, that's the reason uh, that sort of precedence that they set when they do have AD, LeBron, solid wing play and solid defense around them, like they did when they won the chip. And like they do now that they made a bunch of trades at the deadline, that's going to be their bread and butter. And that is going to be a problem for the T wolves on defense. But I do think they're going to, ha- that cat's going to come with some ferocity. Uh, and I, I do think he's going to come with a lot to play for. And also you can usually bank on Aunt Edwards, showing up uh, whenever he he's really 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 needed uh, which makes you wonder why he seems lethargic at other times but I, I am gonna move us on from this game to my first pick and just start off, start us off talking about this uh, Hawks and heat game and there's some interesting stuff in this one for sure I mean a lot of the numbers talk about you, you know the the heat sort of dominating especially at home as of late they won seven in a row there when you go back all the way to the, the playoffs from last season uh, where they won all their games at home versus this Hawks team uh, who only won one in that that series on uh, in their building in Atlanta, but I'm actually just going to start us talking off and start start talking about this game through the lens of what Atlanta has been doing in the first quarter. And I was really interested in that because I saw a total of 57 and a half. For this for the the first quarter of this game which has a 226 and a half total and I was just kind of like man that's that's high I mean that's obviously they're expecting the first quarter often is the highest scoring quarter um, and if you look at the heat they do play at the fastest pace in the first quarter like a lot of teams um, noticeably faster actually because they're playing at almost a 98 pace in the first quarter versus all the way down to about a 93 94 pace in the fourth quarter and steadily going down gradually each quarter for the heat which makes a lot of sense as well when they they try to you know really clamp on defense but I'm going over for the Atlanta Hawks in their first quarter total at 28 and a half points. That's even money, which is another reason why, why I really like it. Um, I am going to throw a second bet at you that is correlated to this, where Atlanta is winning at the half and Miami wins the game. If you want to take that halftime full-time bet, it's plus 425 on DK. And let's just go right into what I'm talking about here. Atlanta scores an ass ton of points uh, since Quinn Snyder took over uh, in, in February. They're scoring 33 and a half points in the first quarter. Good for most in the league. Um, and they're allowing 30 per game uh, in the first quarter, also good for bottom five in the league, playing at 104 pace, also their fastest quarter, um, and a very fast quarter in general. And then they're shooting insane, uh, and Trey Young has incredible splits, but the team has actually 53% from the field, 40% from three, and 80% from the line with about eight free throws in that quarter, which is a lot, uh, a lot of, of free throws in a quarter, by the way. So um, the fact that they're you know pulling that type of stuff off, obviously you got to look at the, the heat and go, well, they're one of the better defenses in the league. What are they doing? they're actually in the bottom 10 in terms of allowing points in the first quarter. This is all since the break, by the way, and I'm doing this all since Quinn Snyder took over for the Hawks, but it's still a very large sample size of nearly three months uh, of them giving up 29 points per game in the first quarter um, and, and playing, like I said, their fastest quarter at that time. So uh, like I said, also, you, you look at um, Trey Young and what he's done. Also, there's some John Collins numbers in there as well, both of them combining for 12 points a game in the fourth uh, first quarter since they started, uh, since Quint Snyder took over. So um, that's both, both of them in the top 10 amongst players that have played at least uh, 15 games since the all-star break so there's a lot to like for a lot of points in this first quarter And, and if you do at plus 425 if you think like i do that the hawks will at least be in it if not like a slight lead in the first quarter and then you you know obviously the second quarter, they're not quite as good. They still scored 30 points a game in the second quarter. So, I mean, an over in the first half at 115 also feels pretty nice. But if you do want that 4-1 to one on your money for them to be leading at the half and lose the game, the, the Heat are a second-half team. Much better in the second half uh, as their defensive rating drops all the way down to, like, 93 uh, in the second half of the last, like, 10 games they played. So they're, they're just a lot better at that point. I think there's some, some reason to believe in that I don't think the Heat are going to lose this game at home, um, but I do think it, it'll be close in the first half. I love the second bet you're
1: throwing out there and the juice you can get on it. I mean, a first quarter bet is in some ways like, like the first basket, like, I mean, they could get 28 points. They could get 29. It's often a very frustrating and close thing, but I love the game theory that the Hawks are going to compete. They're going to score they do score really well for three quarters typically in these spots against the elites of the East. And then they just get shut down and if the numbers back it up, I mean, they're 22nd in that rating in the clutch on the road, even worse under Quinn Snyder, they're negative 30 in the net in that situation since the break Miami's plus 33 at home since the all-star break in the clutch sixth overall in the season. So, I mean, yeah, this is exactly the type of thing for them to just kind of like play with their food And then just just finish it. Um, There's no way I'm taking like Trey Young versus Jimmy in the the clutch. Uh, But we will talk about some of those props. I do think Trey, yeah, we'll we'll get his points and perhaps more than Jimmy. But um, switching back out west here, I guess I'm the I'm the West Coast guy tonight. You are East Coast. But my second pick, like I alluded to, is a little bit of an overlook here. Another way to just take the Lakers to win. And over on 227, which at Fanduel the, those parlays just kind of freeze. The odds might move, but we're at 227 for plus 115 as I look at it on Monday night. Uh, Lakers money line and over on that total, which is not that high. I mean, the the Wolves have kind of struggled to score against the, the Lakers lately, and I mean, but their their last meeting did total 234, so not out of the ordinary. And like I said, the pace without Gobert goes up to 101.6. Much faster than many usually plays, and only three games missed by Jaden McDaniels here, who's what? She may, might be first team all yeah. defense. He's like one of the best guys out there in terms, and especially to guard LeBron. And in three games without him, they're giving up 127 a game, and with a 124 defensive rating. So it's going to be trouble. Like they already have trouble guarding AD. They have two centers out. They already had trouble guarding LeBron, and they have their no no LeBron stopper here. So. Definitely think the Lakers are going to be scoring. Yeah. And because of that, like like I'm saying, like a little bit of preservation. I mean, their defense has been okay at home. Uh, I think they'll give up enough that I'm too scared to take under on Minnesota's team total. I, I also just there's some kind of unknown factor here in terms of how hot is Ant going to get. And, and, you know, Cat is going to come with it, like you said. But, yeah, the Lakers in their last five scoring 127 a game because LeBron is cooking. With LeBron, they score six more on the season, 119 a game. So 227 seems pretty low, um, many scoring 118 in their last nine road games here. I know it's, it's a play-in situation, and it's going to buckle down in terms of, of defense, but in some ways, these teams are kind of hanging their hat on offense, especially if you don't have Rudy Gobert anymore. That's what you're gonna you're gonna see more of offense. This yeah,
0: not only Rudy Gobert not playing, but Cat playing your your defensive stopper because Nazari is not even available. Um, God God bless what them for what they're gonna have to go through down low. The over is a great bet, uh, I think, and and the Lakers to win is, is is great as well. But the 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 over on this one, I mean, the Lakers to win also just down the stretch. Like I think we believe in them. Although once again, is Ant gonna go bananas? I'm not sure I I like the the parlay I I like the over and I just like the Lakers team total over as well because like you said do we know if if the Timberwolves are going to be as hot on offense are are they going to get like three threes from Torian Prince maybe um is Kyle Anderson going to going to be able to score you know more than like 10 points a game and give them an extra you know couple buckets like I don't know for sure I do think it's going to happen to be honest but uh just reinforces the over but either way I love that Lakers team total uh for them to get theirs I also think D'Lo is going to be going off we we can you know look at that from the doctor revenge factor that we love to bring that he's playing against his old team and, and we'll be putting up some points so yeah i think there's there's points uh coming in this game for sure and and i don't think it really the plan hasn't necessarily been as low scoring especially when the hornets have played in the past of the east you see like 140 total right point totals like i know they're not playing this one i'm just saying there's plenty of precedence for playing games having a ton of points so i think that 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 is likely in this one And and like you said, I'm going to swing us back East to finish things off. And and I know you're not as hot on this bet, but I like the juice that I'm getting for Trey Young to not get nine assists, which he has not done uh, against the Heat in their last seven games in Miami. And he had an awesome, and that includes the playoffs. And he had an awesome game uh, in that, that uh, the game that they got eliminated in Miami game five, he scored 35, eight assists still didn't get the ninth. And and I think it's a pretty similar situation for him here where he's going to have to be looking for his. And he's not scored well against them overall uh, in their last seven games. But he has hit 25 points, by the way, um, in five of, or excuse me, three of those seven. So like, he's still able to get his, uh, at times. And it's in these types of situations that he seems like he just is like, turns it on and, and just turns everything out of what's happened to him so far against Miami and really plays above what, what is his averages or what are, have been his averages when he plays on the road versus the heat. So, I am going under eight and a half assists because I, I like the the juice that I get, but I would also consider the points at 24 and a half, um, which I could not find a same game parlay for of any kind uh, because there's not necessarily like any, you know, negative correlation to these. If anything, there's probably somewhat of a positive correlation that if he gets over 24 and a half points, he's looking for his against the heat who are going to cut down possessions. Like maybe there will be a first quarter, uh, you know, blow, not blow up, but like ex- somewhat of an explosion compared to the rest of the game in points in the first quarter. I think that's, likely, um, but I also think it's going to slow down a ton, uh, and, it, and he's going to be needing to get his. It's going to be a little bit more of a slobber if you will, uh, in a way that Trey's just going to really be shooting from even further away. I do think he's capable of getting hot, despite that he's been better at home on, than on the road. <clears throat> when you look at the playoffs, he's just as good, if not slightly better, on the road in the last two seasons, as we know what he did when they were the five seed and had to just run through uh, as many teams as they could. So, uh, yeah, I think Trey Young to go under the assist, but over the points right now is good. And you get good on the points as well. Over 24 and a half gets you minus 105 right now as we're recording this on DraftKings.
1: Yeah, the only thing I'm wary of is just we've gone back to the well so many times saying Trey doesn't score against the Heat. Look at all these numbers. They've shut him down, turnovers, but like eventually that's gonna correct. And he is yeah. kind of this road playoff assassin. Yeah. So I, I feel fine targeting that with some points. I think the assists is is a is a close line. Uh, to TBD in terms of whether guys hit shots around him. But the way I would target Trey points is this kind of head to head bets you see at DraftKings. He's, you know, he's even with Tyler Hero to get one more field goal than Tyler Hero, who I, you know, at their points prop is four points apart. And I have much less face in Hero, who's like one of eight options on the heat versus the number one option. So that's where I'd go first and foremost. And then you you can get Trey on a spread to score within plus three and a half points of Jimmy Butler, who's going to impact this game in a number of ways, but it might not necessarily be with his scoring. Like he could could score 15, he could score 40. And Trey, you know, is pretty consistently going to be
0: around that 25-point mark, even against a team that has kind of had his number. Totally. And the only way that the Hawks even keep this thing close is if Trey does have a very Trey game, unless there's a, a random, you know, DeJounte Murray or, or bo- a bogey game that is harder to predict and less likely than the Trey game. If they're going to hang around in this one and they have not won while Trey hasn't been playing well uh, for a reason, they have kept it close by the way, when he's gotten 25 or more points. And I just, I do think that they're going to bring it a bit more. I think I, I do believe enough in them uh and their sort of like villain role that they like to play. So That is all the time we have for you in this one. Hopefully, we got plenty of quality bets in there for you guys. Also have another player props video up for you, so make sure to like and subscribe. Check that out. And until we see you next, happy betting.